SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. I'm Brad Brown. This is SAFM Sports Wrap. It's been a busy news day with uh, the budget speech, but lots going on on uh, the sports fields and courts around the world as well. And we'll start with some of the things making uh, headlines. Uh, football, Mpumalanga Black Aces come up against Mamelodi Sundowns in the Absa Premiership at the Lucas Maripe Stadium in Attridgeville tonight. Currently fourth on the log and ten points shy of league leaders uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. Aces coach Mushan Etegral says uh, if they win tonight it could set up an exciting conclusion to the season. Etegral says even though they're chasing the three points they're not feeling the pressure. What pressure? I mean pressure is that now is in Afghanistan all these people dying here. There's no pressure. There's, we, we enjoy playing football here. Yeah. Obviously we want to win games but in the end sometimes you do certain mistakes and you concede in the end it's about football. There's no people dying or something like that. So, so the pressure is that we want to win games. If we don't win we need to find a solution what we're going to do and how we're going to do certain things. Etigal says they know what to expect tonight and he reiterated the importance of making sure their defence is up to scratch. We exactly know how Sundowns plays. I found it a bit strange after after a game that they talk about Golden Arrows and now mentioning uh, that we are playing uh, we this, this season. Uh, if it's necessary, we, we park even the plane, no problem. <laughs> so, I mean, it's about how you approach the game. It's not about what you do. Uh, it's about how you approach. Uh, they have brilliant players, similar players like Pirates. And uh, so we need to be careful of how we approach the game. But I think against Sundowns, you always have done that. Two other fixes look forward to tonight as well. Free State Stars welcome Ajax Cape Town while Bidvest Witzer away to Maritzburg United. Kickoff in all three of those fixtures, 7.30 this evening. Actions look forward to in Europe in the UEFA Champions League. Two, Dinamo Kiev welcome Manchester City while Atletico Madrid are away to PSV. Those kick off at a quarter to ten tonight. Last night, Barcelona downed Arsenal 2-0 while Juventus and Bayern Munich drew 2-0. Lots of crickets on the go today. The South African ladies cricket team was in action in the first of three one-day international against the West Indies at Buffalo Park in East London. Batting first, the visitors posted 214 for 7 in their 50 overs. Uh, the South Africans struggled, managed to reach 198 all out, falling 15, uh, 16 runs shy with uh, 7 balls to go. And Momentum One Day Cup eliminator taking place at uh, the Wanderers today as well. That match has been rain interrupted, shortened because of it. Uh, 41 overs is what the game will be played over. The Warriors batting first have posted 202 for 8, so the line Lions need 203 for victory. There's also a T20 international taking place as we speak. India up against Bangladesh. India batting first uh, there in Murdapur. 166 for 6 in their 20. Bangladesh in reply. 96 for 5. They need 71 of 24 balls with 5 wickets remaining. There was a test match that concluded today as well and it saw Australia regain their number one spot in the test rankings with a 2-0 series victory over New Zealand chasing 2-1 for victory in Christchurch. The visitors reached the target with seven wickets in hand. Australian captain Steve Smith says it was a case of mission accomplished. You know, we, we came here at the, the start of the, the series um, wanting to win 2-0 and we knew if we did that we'd be number one in the world. Um, so it was a, a big motivation for us. Um, I thought the guys adapted to the conditions really well um, and it's really pleasing to, to now have won 2-0 and, and be number one in the world. Smith was also fined 30% of his match fee for showing the centre and umpire's decision yesterday. It was also the last test for black cap legend Brendan McCullum. He feels it was the right time to call it a day. A bit dusty tomorrow, I'd say. There you go. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, got 14 years to make up for, so... Um, yeah, I, th- I think it'll be fine. I, uh, the time's right, you know, it's sort of... 
came to that realisation um, when I made the decision and, and I knew I could steal myself for another couple of, um, another couple of challenges and, and now I walk away just comfortable with my decision. And On to rugby now, Adrian Strauss will lead the Bulls uh, in a team that includes nine Springboks and four debutants for their Super Rugby derby against the Stormers on Saturday. Francois Fenter will captain the Cheetah side, Fred Zelenga starting at fly half for their opener against the Jaguars. For the second week in a row, former Open champion Louis Oosthuizen will start as favourite on the European Tour, making his first visit to Australia. He heads up the ISPS Hander Perth International with Marcus Fraser, Brett Rumford and defending champion Thor Bjorn Olsen amongst his rivals. Nick Dye filed this preview. Ersthausen has immediate liking for Perth, feeling it's similar to home in South Africa. Ernie Els and Ian Baker Finch told him it liked the course. He agrees so far, hoping to take inspiration from a good final day's play in Malaysia last week. Fraser won in Kuala Lumpur and aims to keep the form alive, knowing a good finish could put him in the world's top 50 and maybe secure a place at the Masters. Rumford is a local favourite who's played well at the event in the past and he's been building some good form of late. Ollison, while feeling a bit ill, has all the good vibes from winning here and finishing second recently in Qatar. When he won, Victor de Buisson was runner-up and the Ryder Cup star hopes new clubs will see him to a best performance of the year. Finally, in some tennis news, Carlos Suarez Navarro went through to the Qatar Total Open quarterfinals with a 6-2-6-2 win over Tamir Basinski. Fourth seed Roberto Bautista a good to east past. Heyon Chung 6-love 6-1 in the second round of the Dubai Duty Free, while Thomas Burdish booked his spot in the quarters. 6-2-6-2 win over qualifier Thomas Fabiano. And finally, world number three Roger Federer has returned to practice three weeks after undergoing surgery on his right knee. Coming up next here on SAFM Sport Trap, we'll chat some super Super Rugby. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, it all gets underway this coming weekend. Uh, new look Super Rugby formats, uh, added teams. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting. Not 100% sure of the format yet, but I'm sure we'll find our feet as the tournament progresses. We join now by coach of uh, the Vodacom Bulls, Nolis Murray. Nolis, welcome onto uh, SAFM Sports Wrap. Thanks for your time this evening. No, thank you very much. It's a privilege. No, it's, it's a, uh, the Super Rugby just doesn't get easy, and, and we say it all the time. There, there's no easy games in this. You guys are starting it off with <laughs> with a tough with a tough derby. You're taking on Stormers first up. It doesn't get easier than that, does it? Or more difficult than that, I should say. Yeah, you know, nice open that fight against the Stormers at Newland. So yeah, it's going to be a difficult one. It's one of those iconic South African rugby battles. You announced your team for that clash uh, this weekend. You've got uh, six Vodacom Super Rugby debutants, four of them in the starting lineup. Uh, you've got a nice blend there, I think, of, of new young players coming through and uh, a whole host of Springboks to call on as well. Yeah, you know, we knew after last year that we have a lot of new players that we have to beat in this year, and I think it's an excellent opportunity. You know, if we don't start playing them now, two years down the line, we'll have the same problem again. So, you know, good opportunity for the guys to prove themselves. Well, there were some big changes in Bulls rugby from from a playing style last season, and you got lots of lots of compliments on that as well. Uh, moving away from the the typical Bulls rugby, are we going to see more of that this Super Rugby season? Yeah, look, it's something that we think that, you know, needs to change South African rugby, and especially in the Bulls, you know, a different way of playing, different way of approaching the game, uh, different mindset, and uh, we will stick to that, you know, we go, as I said previously, in the next four years, we want to change, and we think the game is evolving to a certain point, and we want to move in that, in that direction. 
Let's talk about Skipper Arjun Strauss, uh, a man with uh, an uh, incredible amount of experience. Uh, you, you, you satisfied at him as a leader, and I mean, he's obviously getting on in his career. He's been around for a long, long time, but he's a wily character. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, nobody better than him than leading a young side this weekend. I mean, brings calmness to the team, and, uh, you know, we privilege to having him as a captain this weekend. I hate to be bringing it up so early in the season, but injuries, uh, obviously the big one that's uh, come up uh, pre-season was uh, Andre Pollard. I mean, he is a huge loss. He's a young, talented player, and he's out for, for the whole season. That That's a, a huge loss before things have even started. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, it's unfortunate about Andre. I mean, he's a good injured before he's been playing a game, you know. So <laughs> we're looking, luckily, we're getting him back in the next five weeks. But Andre was a bit slow for us. Looking at your, your midfield, now let's say you've got some, some incredible talents and, and, and young players in there too and, and guys who have, have, have shown they can, can perform at, at the highest level. I mean, I'm just looking at Jan Sadfontaine. You've got Jesse Creel who, who really burst onto the international scene last season. Uh, Warwick Gallant who is a, is a speed, uh, speed machine. And, and uh, Bach Beyond Basson as well as Travis Ishmael. So, lots of experience, lots of, uh, and a couple of, of inexperienced guys there. But, uh, I mean, that's a formidable, formidable midfield. Yeah, no, the one thing about our backline, I think it's world-class. I think it's a good backline that competes for the best out there. We just need to give them the set pieces to work from. Looking at what, what you're hoping to, to get out of this Super Rugby season, uh, you've obviously set goals. Is, is it a case of going all the way? There's a lot of travelling. I spoke to, to Franco Smith last night, and he said it's not really going to affect the South African side. It's probably going to affect the Aussies and the, the New Zealanders more because we're used to travelling. Do you, do you feel the same? Yeah, I think it's going to be a challenge for the New Zealand side differently because they're traveling more than they used to and they will feel all the effects that South African teams had previously. For us, you know, we've been last year to Japan in a pre-season warm-up game. So now we, we know exactly how to travel there. So, you know, we're fine with it. How much do you know about the, the new teams? Uh, you mentioned Japan. Obviously, there's the Jaguars who, who the, the Free State Cheetahs are playing this weekend. Are they really unknown quantities or have, have we been able to do some homework on them? I think the Argentinian side, you know, it's basically about 13 internationals in that side, and they will basically play the same way they played in the World Cup. Uh, we did a bit of homework on them, we had some footage on them, and, you know, so we could see, you know, it's basically the same style of rugby. The Sun was a bit of a different thing, but we haven't seen a lot of them, and luckily this weekend we've seen the Lions, we can start doing our homework on them. And, and sort of new places to tour as well, that, that must throw a couple of interesting challenges from a logistical point of view for, for the team. Yeah, that's why I say luckily for us, uh, pre-season last year we went to Japan and played there. So we know what's involved in the travelling uh, to Japan. And luckily we're playing in Singapore, which is a shorter trip for us. So for that period we're all right, and then Buenos Aires is a shorter trip. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. Let's look ahead at this weekend's clash against the Stormers. Where do, where do you think that one's going to be won or, won, won or lost? No? I think basically it's going to be the guys that handle the president uh, better and that, that doesn't get too much involved in the emotion of the day. I mean, North and South Derby is always a big thing. We've got a lot of youngsters and if they can keep their calmness, I think we'll be very competitive on Saturday. And obviously the set pieces is going to be a huge influence on Saturday. Well, safe travels to Newlands in Cape Town this weekend. We look forward to, to seeing you in action. And best of luck for the rest of the season. We look forward to chatting again before its conclusion. But uh, I hope it's a, a very good one for the Bulls. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now more than ever, young South African boys need your guidance and mentoring to become tomorrow's great men.
the Men in the Making initiative, driven by Tracker, the SABC, and the Department of Basic Education, gives young boys the opportunity of a life-changing, positive at work experience on the 17th of March, 2016. It's easy to get involved. We're asking businesses of any size, as well as government departments, to welcome young men into their organizations for job shadowing opportunities, inspiration, and motivation to change the course of their lives forever. SA's biggest brands have jumped in. Have you? Men in the Making Day is brought to you by Treka, SABC, and the Department of Basic Education. Call 011-998-4136 now or visit safm.co.za or treka.co.za to register. Don't forget to tune into the health update tomorrow at 5 past 11. Proudly brought to you by MediClinic. Expertise you can trust. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. As I said in my introduction earlier today as well, lots of crickets on the go today and uh, an important one. We spoke to both the coaches last night here on SAFM Sports Wrap. Uh, the Momentum One Day Cup, it is the eliminator today. So semi-final, uh, whoever wins this evening has the right to play the Cobras uh, in the final. We join now by Johan Leroux. Johan, uh, a stormy afternoon in Johannesburg means uh, this one's been shortened. Is that going to advantage anyone, disadvantage? I mean, it was early on in the piece, so it hasn't really uh, sort of brought Duckworth Lewis into play, if, uh, if, if I'm correct. Yeah, that's exactly right, Brad. Actually, no change to the winning target for the Lions. So the Warriors ended on 202 for 8. That was after their 41 overs. So the Lions will be chasing 203. And the reason for no change to the Duckworth-Lewis method uh, to the total was exactly right because you said that the rain did come down quite early in the innings. And at that stage, the Warriors had already lost two wickets. So no, nobody's really being advantaged. I think at the moment it is advantage to the Lions a little bit because 203 or 41 overs, definitely chaseable at the ball ring. But uh, we've all seen uh, that at the moment in the first over, there's already been a little bit of swing, so that might advantage the bowlers. And uh, if the Warriors can pick up one or two early wickets and they can maybe get into that middle order, they will feel that they uh, can take the advantage and book their spot in the final. Yeah, and pressure does funny things to players as well. Let's look at the Lions' bowling uh, performance. I mean, the wickets sort of evenly spread across the board. It was a, a pretty solid performance by, by the Lions. Very solid performance, yes, for Yun, Pretorius, Pongolo and Pangiso all picking up uh, two wickets each. But uh, the Warriors were under pressure very early on. At one stage, they were 61 for four after 19 overs. But then Jerry Nkolo came in and he hit his maiden list A50. And what a time to hit a 50 in such a crucial stage, in such a crucial match. Christian Yonko also hitting 42. So the Warriors, they're ending 202 for eight. Um, but, uh, yeah, no real standout bowlers. Hardest for Yun bowls quite economically. And so did Pretorius as well. Only went for 20. In his eight overs, and then it's good to see Pangisa also getting amongst the wickets. Looking at this Lions batting order as well, they've, they've got a—I don't want to say a long tail—but they've got some guys in there who can who can really bat. And I mean, the total, like you say, I mean, it's not the, the biggest of total. The ball does travel at the Wanderers. The outfield is really quick. I mean, they shouldn't really be bothered by by a total like this chasing down 203 and 41. 
No, it all comes down to whether they lose early wickets or not. But we've seen this whole season, Stephen Cook has been outstanding, as well as Alvira Peterson and uh, Rati van der Dissen as well. So that those three, if they can take uh, the Lions to 100 to 150 perhaps, then you should expect that the middle order and the tail enders can clean up and uh, reach their target. But like I said also, if the Warriors pick up a few early wickets, they'll have their tails up and they'll feel that they can uh, maybe even pull off a surprise here and pick up a win from home. This will be their first win over the Lions this season then because the first match between the two ended in a rose of no result and then the second one was a nail-bite of the Lions eventually winning that one by four runs. So the Lions did go into this match with the home ground advantage and as the favourites, but that isn't stopping the Warriors from, from pulling off a surprise. I'm having a bit of a chuckle as I'm thinking of asking you this question because the last time I asked you it, you said uh, you're not a weatherman, but the weatherman normally <laughs> doesn't get it right either. Well, was it a, a sort of conventional high-felt thunderstorm as it moved on? What are the chances of us seeing more rain this evening? There is still some cloud cover at the Wanderers, but I do think that it was just one of those conventional rainstorms that Jobo gets from time to time, especially in summer, um, but if you look outside, even in the, the rest of Joburg, there is still a lot of cloud cover around, so you can't rule out that the, the rain won't return, but at this stage, it does look like we will get the full 41 overs, uh, we also, we just need the 20 overs for this to consist, uh, to be a match, but if there, if we don't, if we have less than 20 overs, then there is a rain day, and uh, that means that the teams will have to do it all again tomorrow. On that rain day, would they come out and start from scratch, or would they pick up where they left off? As far as I remember, in 2012, it was a similar situation. Uh, I think then it was the Lions and the Cobras in that final. They played 16 overs, and then the rain came bucketing down, and they started from scratch. And as far as I know, there is no rule change. So that means it will be a new toss. A new team can perhaps be selected if they feel that they do need to do that. And uh, everything starts from the beginning. It's going to be interesting to see how this one pans out. The Cobras will be watching this uh, pretty closely. Obviously, whoever wins today, they get to play. The Cobras, I mean, didn't have a great performance in their last round robin match, even though they had booked their spot into the final. I almost get the feeling that they'd rather be playing tonight to, to try and get back into four. I think so, um, but I also think that previous, or the, like you said, that last round Rublin match, they were a little bit relaxed and uh, they were taking it easy because they had already secured a home final. And it'll also be interesting to see whether Paul Adams decides to give some of those Proteas an opportunity to play. Uh, the Proteas have a star-studded lineup with the likes of Hashim Amla, Jean, uh, JP Dumini, and uh, then someone like Dale Stain as well, who I see is playing in a club game this week. So it will be interesting to see if Paul Adams decides to turn to his Proteas, but I think he will probably stick with the team that got them to the final. And even there, there are some quality, quality players. But they will want to forget about that last round robin match as soon as possible and just pull off uh, a good performance in the final at Newlands on Sunday. Absolutely. Hanluru, thank you very much for that update. The Lions currently 10 without loss after two and a half overs, chasing 203 for victory in 41 overs. Mancosa, Africa's leading international business school, accredited.
affordable and accessible management education programs. Mancosa offers postgraduate diplomas in business management and MBA. Register today at our Graduate School of Business. Visit mancosa.co.za or SMS Mancosa and your email address to 34745. Think MBA. Think global. Think Mancosa. Management education reimagined. You're dreaming of enjoying the good life with your family, driving a fancy car, owning a luxurious house, being CEO. But how do you get there? Change your life, make your dreams a reality, and your success a priority with a life-changing Regent Business School MBA degree. For more on the Regent MBA and undergraduate qualifications, including the BCom and BAdmin degrees, visit regent.ac.ca or email study at regent.ac.ca. Regent Business School, developing global leaders in Africa. The National Skills Authority invites all skills development stakeholders from quality council, sector education and training authorities, government, business, labor, education and training providers, members of the public, research institutions and professional bodies to attend public hearings on the National Skill Development Strategy and CETA landscape. The public hearing will take place on the 25th of February at the East London City Hall. The National Skills Authority is a statutory body established with the primary functions to advise the Minister of Higher Education and Training on matters of skills development. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to South Africa's news and information lead, and uh, it was a fascinating night. Uh, UEFA Champions League action last night. We've got some more coming our way this evening. And joining us now is Sokla Duma uh, journalist Joe Cran. Joe, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap again. Nice to nice to chat. Uh, last night was uh, fantastic. Let's touch on the the Barcelona Arsenal game first. No real surprises, I think, but it was uh, turned out to be the Lionel Messi show. Yeah, again, how often have we seen this in the last uh, <laughs> in the last few days? I mean, it's incredible. I mean, when you look at the the way Arsenal played in that first half, I, I think it was one of the one of the best performances Arsenal put on this season. But I mean, the the way, especially the first goal. I mean, the way the way Barca opened up that counter attack and within five passes they went from being in their own box to scoring at the other end. I mean, it's they're absolutely lightning. I think when you've got that kind of forward line, when you've got people like Neymar and, and Suarez and Messi. You kind of stuck with who to mark, aren't you? I don't think <laughs> you don't really have much of a choice. It just really was a, a superb move, and then obviously once that once that first one goes in, it knocks the knocks the wind out of Arsenal a little bit. And I think they they really struggled to sort of get hold of the game after that. But I mean, it was a good performance again by Bart. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about Messi and we'll talk about the build-ups that go, but and um, Stegen made a couple of big big saves. Uh, one of them against Giroud, and and I think that if he doesn't make those saves, the game changes. So I mean, yeah, I mean. Like you say, not really a shock, but I think uh, Arsenal will be uh, a little bit upset himself for not taking the chances they get. And, I mean, these home and away fixtures, uh, away goals are vital, and two away goals that you've conceded against a team like Barcelona, I mean, they've got they've got a mountain to climb going to, to Camp Nou, and, I mean, the odds of them winning that one are, are slim to nothing. No, very slim. I, mean, I think uh, given Arsenal's falling from a goal recently, I, I think even more so, um, they've, they've really struggled um Attacking wise in the last few weeks, and and I think that obviously doesn't doesn't bode well going into the new camp when you're you're basically two goals down from well you're two goals down from the get go. It really doesn't doesn't bode well to, to start off with. Um, I think they will obviously go into it with hope. I mean, Arsenal aren't a bad side by any stretch of the imagination. It's just they happen to be going up against the one of the best football teams that we've seen in our lifetime. And and I think that like I say, they they will go into it with a a little bit of hope, but. 
is it's, it's going to be difficult. I mean, Barca Barca play possession football, good possession football when they're when they're pushing for a win. So when they technically only need a a one nil defeat, I mean, you can imagine, you can imagine what it's going to be like there. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's talk about the other game last night, a four goal thriller. What what a game of football that was. No, definitely. I mean, I think it shows a lot of uh, a lot of spirit from from Juve to get back into that one. I think Bayern are also similar to so you you think two goals down against them, it's kind of dead and buried. But I mean, fair play to Juve. They they came back into the game. I mean, they will be upset that they see two away goals in the first place because even though they get back to two two, it is now still in in Bayern's favour because of obviously the the away goals. But um, I think they can take a lot from the from the game coming back from two 0 down against a team like Bayern that have. Um, that have been so strong in the domestically this season is, is is a big boost for them. And going to the second leg, I think they'll basically be saying to each other, "Look, we did it. We did it from behind before. If we can get a, a couple of goals or at least one goal to start off this game, then we can we can hold them off." I mean, they've got a very very good defensive record. I think they've, including last night's goals, they've only conceded three this this whole year so far. So they'll be they'll be hopeful that they can shut up shop, and if they can get a one 0 win away, then I'm sure that'll be their their best option, but I mean against Bayern with the players they've got, it's uh, it's going to be a, an uphill battle um, in in Munich. It's going to be a very very big game for that, I think. Let's look ahead to to this evening's action. Another two games to look forward to tonight. Uh, Dynamo Kiev up against Manchester City. Uh, City have uh, suffered a couple of I don't want to say big losses in the league, but to to their their sort of main title rivals. Uh, they're away from home. Do you think they can uh, can win in Kiev? I think I think they probably got one of the the easiest draws of the of the, of the English side. Uh, I, I think Kiev are not a bad side, a bad side at all. But I think with the, with the quality that, that Man City have available to them, um, you would hope that they'd they'd get a result in in this one and, and possibly possibly make it through to the next next round. I mean they they've really struggled in the European competition since they've had this influx of money. They've they've done well in the league. They've picked up league titles. They've picked up cups. But you're Sort of on the constant, they, they really seem to have battled. But I think this is probably their best bet to to get into the next round of the, the, the competition. And I think that, like I say, with the ability they've got in that squad, you would uh, you would hope to get a result today. And then the other clash, uh, Atletico Madrid are away to PSV. How do you see that one going? Well, I mean, if you look at, uh, I think Spain are 15 15 nil at the minute from their Europe, <laughs> Europa League and Champions League games that they've played. So. Um, I think it will be helping that they can make sure they pick up another clean sheet for Spain and, and obviously get a couple of a couple of goals themselves. It's going to be um, I think it's an interesting team to watch. I think they they seem to have a, 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 obviously not not the same flair that, that that Barca do, but they very good possession wise, a good physical side as well. I think they um, like I say they'll, they'll be looking to make sure that they can get a decent result in in this leg. Um, going into the second one, but I think given given the way that Spanish teams have been playing at the minute, it really is. Uh, it's, it's people talk about the the Premier League being the, the most competitive league in the, in the world and the best league in the world. But when you look at, like I say, they, they say that in Spain there's only two competitive teams, but with all the teams that they've that have played in in Champions League and Europa League over the last uh, last week or so. I, I think that that's been proven wrong, to be honest. Yeah, I'll have I'll have what they're having. Joe, are you willing to stick your neck out and uh, predict a couple of results this evening? Go ahead. Yeah, um, I, I think I'll, I'll go. Um, I think I'll go Man City one 0 and and, and Atletico one 0 as well.
There we go. Joe Cran from Sankaladuma, thank you so much for your time this evening on SAFM Sports Trap. Enjoy the footy tonight. We look forward to catching up again soon. Always a pleasure, mate. Take care. Do you have an invention that will help us save water? And are you a student between the grades 8 and 9? Or are you perhaps a teacher? If so, enter the South African Youth Water Competition and stand a chance to win great prizes, including an overseas trip to Stockholm in Sweden. For competition details, visit dws.gov.za or contact the Department of Water and Sanitation's toll-free number on 0800 200 200. Competition closes on the 29th of February 2016. Mancosa, Africa's leading international business school, accredited, affordable, and accessible management education programs. Mancosa offers postgraduate diplomas in business management and MBA. Register today at our Graduate School of Business. Visit mancosa.co.za or SMS Mancosa and your email address to 34745. Think MBA. Think Global. Think Mancosa. Management Education. We imagined. Remember that moment you wanted to give up. You'd eaten, slept, and dreamed of victory. Woken before dawn and worked till the next one. You, you realized you'd reached your limit. You could go no further. You could go no further alone. So you sought expertise, direction, someone to spur you on, someone to take you to the next level. For some, the race is over, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at netbank.co.za today. We're an authorized financial services provider. Make things happen. NetBank. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, that's about it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Just a quick football update for you. The first of the Absolute Premiership clashes uh, is underway at the moment. Free State Stars up against Ajax Cape Town. Halftime there. No score as of yet. And uh, looking at that Momentum One Day Cup uh, eliminator, essentially a semi-final. The Lions 21 without loss after 5.1. Stephen Cook in the middle on 12. Not out. Rossi Funderdissen is with him. He's currently on 9. They're chasing 200 and three for victory in their 41 overs. It has been shortened because of rain, as uh, Johan Leroux did explain. That's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. We're back again tomorrow. With, uh, well, I'll be back on PM Live and the PSL radio show Second Jalo uh, with Dwayne Delocker returns at half past six tomorrow night. So until then, have yourself a wonderful evening. Coming up next, it is the talk shop from myself and my producer Siobhan Chetty. Have yourself a wonderful evening. It's seven o'clock and time for your news.